0: How you doing, Roman?
1: Dude, I'm psyched.
0: It's been a long, long time.
1: It's been about four years, five years, something like that. Yeah,
0: about that. And uh, um, we're doing this under Tech Out Loud before. What was it called before that we did? I don't remember.
1: Um, It was MacCore. MacCore, that's
0: right. That was a good name.
1: It's a a solid name.
0: Yeah, and then Mac Ops, we were going to do for a little while.
1: MacOps was also cool. Yeah, I think Tech Out Loud will work all right. Like T O L, like once it's uh, established, yeah, right. right. There's like what is it, Texas lunch and dinner, and all those guys. <laughs> they all have these abbreviations, and I think T O L,
0: bro, like it just, it's, it's butter it rolls off your tongue, yeah. And I have a yep. nice logo for it too, so we'll be able to put that up there. Um, uh, also, uh, well, how how are you doing? I, I, where well, you're you're in Germany, right?
1: I'm in Germany still. Uh, not. I didn't uh, quite make it to the U.S. yet, but I'm uh, focusing on three years. I have two more years of uh, military service right now. Mm -hmm. After that, I'm going to do some training, um, just business training in Germany, and then I'm going to try to move and work in the U.S. for five years or so. Wow. What part? What part Uh, of the U.S.? Well, either Virginia in that area Mm -hmm. or um, California with my two cousins. They live in San Diego.
0: That's a that's a big difference, Virginia or California.
1: It's it's both at the coast, yeah. right?
0: uh-huh. That's but true.
1: To sum up the the
0: similarities, right? right. Sure. <laughs> there's there's a little common ground, coast to coast. You have an ocean each side. That's true. <laughs>
1: um, East Coast people have more character because they have to deal with uh, miserable weather, like we have to, right? That's what they say. They have yeah. More character.
0: That's true, and and I can tell you. California and Virginia, you're going to find a lot more, well, see, yeah. You now, they're going to be characters, both, both, uh, both coasts, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, that'll be neat to have you down here, ma'am, Do a little visit Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to plan on, uh, flying to the East coast. My, my stepdad lives in Virginia. So I think I would set up home base right there and then, um, you know, New Jersey, here I come. That's cool. I have friends in New York, like in Brooklyn. So, uh, that trip, would be would be great get some deli <laughs>
0: there you go <laughs> um so the reason I wanted to start this podcast or this video cast up again um is because so much has changed in the landscape as as far as tech goes and and actually personally uh I just sold um yesterday my macBook pro fifteen inch so it's a, it's a refurbished mid two thousand fifteen MacBook pro, right. So every time I bought a MacBook Pro in the past, it was because that was going to be my main driver. So I I needed to have lots of power in there. Uh, I was going to do video editing. I'm a photographer, so photography, uh, edit that. Um, And so that's what I've been doing since, I don't know how long, 2006 when the first MacBook came out. I think that was it, or 2003. Um, So here's the thing, though. I have an iMac, right? 27-inch iMac, mid-2000 or late-2012. And it has 32 gigs of RAM, uh, 3.4 gigahertz processor, it's 27 inch, it does all the work that I need it to do. So when I bought this, after I bought this MacBook Pro, which I still have it here, um, this behemoth, that covers my head, um, I got it, and I quickly realized, because I went from a a 13 inch to this 15 inch, and once I got it, I quickly realized I don't need that anymore, I don't need the size, I don't need the weight, and I don't need the power for it because it's just a secondary computer. So I thought, well, let me go to the new MacBook, the 12-inch MacBook with the retina display. And, and this was the interesting thing. When I think of the new MacBook as a replacement for my existing laptop, my 15-inch, I think, oh man, it's, it's almost the same money. And it's not as much uh, power, it's not as much, um, uh, not not as many peripherals and everything. And so I I had a really hard time uh, um, justifying that that price. Then I started thinking about it as an iPad replacement. Do you have an iPad?
1: I do not have one anymore. I used to have one. Okay, what did you use it for? Yeah, there you go. I mean, not a lot of writing. It's, it's a consumption
0: tool, you know? It's a consumption tool, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's a consumption tool. So with that in mind, I thought, well, as a replacement for an iPad Air and Air 2, it's, it's a great replacement because it's same size screen, uh, same or better resolution. Um, it has a keyboard built in. It has OS X. I can do everything that I can do on an iPad with. Way more. Way more. Way more with the same portability as an iPad. Which is Even if you're
1: just on the couch, like, you know, the iPad is always like the thing in the kitchen, the thing in the couch, grab it real quick, pass it to someone showing photos, uh, browse the Internet, watch movies, you know, all those things. Um, Have it connected to your home, maybe. That's like, I think, as far as it will go to most households. Um, Having the MacBook, the new one, I think it is the better tool for doing those things because you can also lie on your couch and do way more with it. Just because of the whole operating system, OS 10.
0: I agree, it. and the, the only reason that I'm keeping my iPad Air 2, which I still want to sell it, but the only reason I'm keeping it is because when I do uh, uh, appointments with um, with my clients, I want to show them show off my photography, and it's really great to be able to hand them over an iPad and say, "Here you go, check it out." And that's a really nice tool. Uh, but now here's the other thing that got me. So I wanted to sell. I sold my my MacBook Pro. Um, the money's getting transferred. Once that's done, I'm going to send it out next week. And so I was looking for deals online. So right now Apple has refurbished MacBooks online. You can buy them for about $200, $240 off, uh, which is not a bad deal. And Apple refurb, I buy Apple refurb all the time. They're great machines. Everything's you know, perfect. Um, but there's this place, I don't know if you've ever heard, it, heard of it in New York. It's called b Audio and Video. Never heard of it. It's, it's a, they're pretty big here on the East Coast. Well... For President's Day weekend, they're selling brand new MacBooks, not refurbished, for 300 to $350 off. Wow. I said, that is absolutely the price point that I need. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go for that. It, the, the sale holds until Monday, so I think I'm going to go for that. And and as a secondary machine, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research and listening to people, and I'm going to go for the higher N1, the 1.3 gigahertz uh, with 512 uh, gigs uh, you get gig um, SSD and the reason I want to do that is have you have you looked at any reviews online of uh, the MacBook
1: Recent, yeah lots. Uh, well not, not recently but like when it came out like a week after it came out uh, I, I looked at everything there was okay well
0: recently if you look on there for some reason so the flash memory in MacBook is PCIe now right So it's a lot faster. So on all the MacBooks, you get like 400 read and 700 write, something like that. But if you have two MacBooks, two brand-new MacBooks side-by-side, and one of them has a 256-gig SSD, and the other one has a 512 SSD, that 512 SSD will have, for whatever reason, the RAM in there has... Oh, no, no, the, the, the hard drive itself is... Faster read and write speeds. Even I don't know why, but with the bigger hard drive space, it goes along with faster read and write speeds. So for whatever reason, it gets a lot faster. So it's more like five and six hundred read, and and eight and nine hundred write. So I'm gonna go for the bigger one. But um, anyway, uh, so that's what I want to go for. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, with the MacBook, is the peripherals. So again, if you're buying this as a daily driver, it doesn't have enough peripherals. It has one USB-C. You can do a lot with it. Um, but it's not meant for it's not meant to replace a MacBook Pro. It's just not. It's meant to be a secondary or a replacement for an iPad, but if you look at it as, you know, face to face against the MacBook Pro, it's just not good enough. So,
1: it's all, it's actually meant to be a prototype that you can buy. Uh-huh. I think that's always what they're what they're doing. They're introducing new stuff. Yep. I, I'm not saying they're throwing something to the wall, seeing what sticks, but it is a prototype you can buy. I mean, you can. We're gonna see this. What I think about the MacBook, I actually, I, I was contemplating on uh, buying one, even not really, well, replacing my MacBook Pro actually, because uh-huh. I'm just like, yeah, what am I doing with it? Not right. a lot. Right. I have the i7 macbook pro 13 inch nice and the fans they just kick in for no reason yeah so if it's going to be your workstation no problem right if it's on your desk but if you're lugging it around the battery drop is significant from the i7 Mm. it just runs way more it just runs a little hotter than the i5 and for what and for what it's supposed to be my portable machine right? right So, but I do think the MacBook, the 12 inch, the new one is going to set a precedent or like a framework for our next generation of MacBook Pros. Mm. We will see, I, I really, I'm betting on it. There's going to be a silver one. There's going to be like a dark gray, space gray one. There might even be a gold one. I'm not <laughs> sure. It doesn't I, look
0: very professional. I don't really care.
1: <laughs> yeah. The gold is so hideous. I never understood that. But like with all the changes they made with this new technology, force touch, butterfly keyboard, that's all going to be integrated, is already integrated uh, into the new MacBook Pros. So I think there's a lot of new um, technology to be had with this thing. And I think they're also going to, it might even reach the MacBook Air line. Like what are they going to do? It's their new lightweight uh, typing machine. Right. Yeah. As an author, like if you're writing a book, it's perfect. It's got a beautiful screen. It's not too big. It's fast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. How are they going to be marketing MacBook Air with this thing?
0: Well, there's a couple of things there. First of all, the, the hardest part about buying this MacBook right now, even with a great price, is waiting for that second gen. Because that second-gen, even if it doesn't come out with another USB-C, which everybody thinks it will, I don't think it will. I think they're going to stay with the one-port system because there's a philosophy behind the MacBook uh, of using just cloud computing. And I think that's fine because that's what it's meant for. However, I know that they're going to get Skylake processors, and that is going to be a nice kick in the pants for the GPU and a little bit on the CPU side, and it's going to be a more robust machine. That being said... A 1.3 gigahertz with a turbo to 2.9 plus a 512 SSD in the package that it is. It's fine for now, especially for that price point. So, but that it's still hard because you know you always you don't want to buy when technology is right around the corner. Go ahead,
1: especially for the test that you're going to planning that you're uh, planning on doing with this thing. Um You're not mm-hmm. going to be gaming, right? Like no, the casual a things, now. Mm-hmm. obviously like light like gaming, blah blah, casual stuff. Mm-hmm. Um is possible with this thing but how much why would you need more performance for what right, right. like HD video streams fine on like older machines that don't even have um, SSD like
0: right obviously right <laughs> no absolutely um, you're gonna
1: need a bit of performance to be pushing all those pixels right
0: absolutely and again going back we were talking about uh, the peripherals before have something. This is a new package that just arrived today. I did a lot of research on Amazon. Are you an Amazon guy? Obviously. I love Amazon. And what I bought was this. You can see that there. It's the Satechi, right? Okay. And what it is is, I don't know if you can see the little graphic on the back there. It sits on the side of a MacBook Pro or MacBook. MacBook, oh, that right?
1: actually doesn't look as bad as, <laughs> as I thought it would.
0: Let me tell you something. They, they made one first, and what it had was a uh, 3-USB mini S, uh, micro SD slot card reader and an SD card slot reader. And I thought, well, that's really nice. However, the problem is they didn't have a throughput for USB-C power. And everybody complained about it on Amazon and otherwise. So then they came out with the one that has Amazon uh, with the that has um, USB C power on there. So you have USB, cool. USB, micro, regular, and then USB or USB Type C power throughput. The only problem with it is, which is not a huge problem, it doesn't. It has this particular model has a power throughput, but you can't get data reading the other way. So it's just mm-hmm. for power. Uh, however, because okay. there's the USB on there yeah. and the SD card slot, I mean, whatever. And then, so this, this butts it right up uh, flush against the MacBook. Uh, I keep on saying MacBook Pro against the MacBook. And it's a really, really nice system. And it's uh, uh, color um, matched as well. So this is uh, space gray. Perfect. How is
1: that connector? There? How solid is that on there? Because, like, I mean, obviously, we're going to have all those ports full and it's just connected to one port gonna be have to be really careful not to like bend it or like you know
0: I thought about that and here's the thing this kind of thing is going to be used sparingly I I also bought uh, um, I went to uh, SF bags uh, waterfield design bags and they have they're not just bags but they sell all kinds of things and pouches and holders and so forth and they and I got this one bag that is just meant for peripherals uh, charger cord things like this SD cards whatever um, that you're going to put in there. So I have this bag that's going to hold my MacBook and this thing with some other peripherals in it, uh, in the bag itself. So when I need it, I'm going to plug it in. It, um, it stays up flush. There's not a lot of wiggle on it. Um, and yeah, they, they everybody did say that when you pull out, sometimes you have to be real careful. You have to kind of hold it steady while you pull out. But um, that being said, it's not going to be on on the MacBook all the time, only when I need it. So I'm not too worried about it, but it's
1: really really nice though. I just opened this for the yeah. first time now. It's... I'm I'm amazed like that would actually really that if I had known that that existed, I might have actually bought my MacBook.
0: Yeah. And uh and oh, and it has a um you can't see it. But it's like a pinhole indicator light right there so it, when it's charging, that's on. Oh, and great. thoughtfully, they put the logo on the bottom. So when this thing plugs in, you don't see the logo. So it's just nice and clean to go with the design. I mean, they really thought it through. Very modest.
1: Yeah. So this is perfect. And it was
0: $30, $40 on Amazon.
1: And it doesn't look like a dongle. I mean, when, when we hear Apple dongle, it's an ugly white, like plastic box with the cable out right. coming from it. And then you're like, oh, no. For, for $80. For $80. There you go. $80. No. Bucks. And, and no then white. And everybody knows, like, oh, he's compensating his MacBook uh, lust, you know, with his little dongle. He's like, ah, oh, no problem, I got a dongle. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and it's, so yeah, this is perfect. So it'd be
1: it's also perfect. Like, we always have this kind of Stockholm syndrome, as well. Like Windows people say that we're trying to, um, we're ju- trying to justify it or justify all those things they take from us, they're like going like, yeah, but then, it's like, but it's actually the effect of having one USB-C is for me trying to write a book is really when I'm at the cafe or I'm somewhere transporting this machine, I'm like, okay, I'll just pop open the lid and start writing. Mm. There's no USB, there's no C, like DVD drive, there's no nothing. Done, done. Kind of, yeah, and it keeps me focused on my work.
0: Isn't that a great, con- I just, I love the philosophy of the MacBook, mainly because of that, it's just kind of, it is what it is, you know. Um, we talked about gaming before, you got a new um, PlayStation 4, right?
1: That's right, and um, I never thought that I'd actually buy another gaming system, I have owned like the PS1, when I was in America even, mm-hmm. I have the PS1, the PS2, and I played like all those old school 90s consoles, obviously, like Sega Genesis, and with my brothers, and um but, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm an adult now. Sort How of. can I justify, but yeah, yeah, kind <laughs> of, like my body maybe a little bit. 12-year-old up here all the time. Right? <laughs> there you go. I'm going to keep it that way. You can quote me on that. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, can I justify playing a video game for like an really immense amount of time? And, and I could be working out. I could anything. be studying, I could be doing something, but the military taught me to be patient and <laughs> just let the time go by. And um, if you can keep that in check and look at yourself and like, okay, now I have to really have to study, have to work out. Yeah. If you don't let it become an addiction, like so many other things, it's fine. It's like a long movie; you can play it. Yeah. Right. And it's it's actually the new graphics, the new gen graphics, actually got me. Uh, to get it, because there's great characters, there's mm. awesome game development, there's game design that's gorgeous, beautiful, immersive graphics, and very rewarding content. It's like big, long movies with in-depth characters, also mm. which weren't there before because the game sizes weren't that big. then you had dialogues and cutscenes trying, like, bringing you in. to the the storytelling, right? That's what I'm in there for a lot. And some of the multiplayer aspects as well.
0: Are there any particular titles that you prefer?
1: Um, Since I'm just getting into it again, um, I have been looking through all the the things. There's Uncharted, which I like. It's kind of like Indiana Jones with the cool lead main character. A lot of action a lot of like discovering old relics and old tombs it's it's an indiana jones based action storytelling kind of game and uh, there's uh i think mm, no not march 6 that's another one um there's okay there's my girlfriend <laughs> um so there's going to be a new one coming out in a month and it's amazing It's the fourth one it's called the thief's end it's it's presumed to be the last one mm-hmm. from naughty dog but um the graphics look amazing that's one i'm looking forward to a new doom mm. i think you're probably familiar with the title very very very, very yeah, yeah the new uh, doom trailer from uh, e3 uh they presented it i think 2014 or 15 i think 14 they showed like this is going to come in two years guys and the The audience went nuts. I mean, the trailer (laughs) is bombastic. Graphic is great. They kept all the old old, uh, atmospheric things like the doors sliding shut and opening. Those sounds, they kind of changed and made them more modern. But the core feel of the game is the same, which I think is going to make it gold. Another one would be The Division, which is going to be the next multiplayer online game.
0: Yeah, I heard about that one.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to be probably in that for way too long.
0: (laughs) I got to tell you, I I really envy you and all other gamers, really, because uh, when I was a kid, I played endless amounts of Nintendo and went to the arcade and everything. So I I considered myself as as a kid as a gamer. But I'm one of that rare, I don't know rare, but uh, whatever percentage it is of people that any kind of first player games, within five, ten minutes, I am sick I am totally nauseous and can't deal with it. And it's, uh, you know, I know there are games out there that aren't first player that you can play, but the best ones I think are the first player perspective and or first person perspective. And, um, and I can't, I, even the Simpsons game, I played the, uh, uh, like yeah. six years ago or something. And I sat there and played it. I was like, oh, I was really great. After about an hour, I was laid up for the next day. It was so nauseous. It was awful. That's um, crazy. yeah, it stinks, but, uh. As as a guy who has a wife and four kids, uh, it's probably best that I'm not a gamer at yeah. this point in my life.
1: <laughs> Someone's I, trying to tell you something.
0: Yeah, I have an addictive <laughs> the personality power anyway, so
1: is, <laughs> is keeping you from it
0: exactly. <laughs> but um, you know what?
1: I uh, coming from uh, like an Apple enthusiast perspective, I thought it was really interesting since I I got to know the hardware right of Apple and the Mac, iPhones, iPads. I obviously, I opened some of them up and I got very, very familiar with the feel, the look, uh, how things are um, attached, what it feels like. I tried to, I was thinking that it was very interesting to compare these two universes with each other. Mm-hmm. Like another big player on the technology market is Sony. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not integrated. They're, I mean, the services are not the same as Apple's. But I was trying to compare how uniform that all is. Mm. How good their service is, the PlayStation network, right? Mm-hmm. How is this PlayStation built? Is it a quirky little plastic thing? How is their other handhelds integrated? Can you combine them? Can you attach them to your PlayStation? All those things. I was, and um, yeah, I'm still not done with my decision making. Mm. Obviously, Apple is the master. Right. They're the master of hardware. They are. They're the master... Right But Sony is no slouch when it comes to like optics when it comes to building cameras, obviously mm. televisions, um, but it's it's another ecosystem. Apple's trying to connect all of their devices in one way or another, mm. from your wrist to your ear right to your um, table
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Sony just it's too it's spread apart way too broadly mm. from what all the things they do, television to And they have like, I don't know, 500 million different television. They have a lot of different um, cameras. So that's true. Just comparing those two, I thought it was very, very interesting.
0: Um, you mentioned the wrist. Do you have an Apple Watch? I do not. Um, they're going to be coming out, I'm sure, this next announcement. What is it, March 15th or 18th? I think Apple has a new announcement yeah. coming out. And uh, what do you think they're going to announce there? I mean, obviously, they're going to announce something with the watch. I don't think it's going to be the second gen, but probably I hear it's supposed to be just some bands and everything.
1: Yeah, I yeah, that's what I heard as well. It's just a couple of bands, and there was one more thing, but I can't get a top of my head right now. Um, there's one other thing they were going to announce or change or whatever you mean and... with the
0: watch specifically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um no, I think you're right. It was the bands and uh, maybe a software or new there. I know they're shopping for people who can do uh new watch faces. Um, watch
1: face. I think that that might,
0: that be, might it, be it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But the second gen isn't coming out until, until later this year. So I I have an Apple watch here. I, um. I actually bought the first um, the first one I had was the, the black aluminum mm-hmm. and uh, then I had that for a little while, but I, I, I love the look of it, but I didn't like the fact that it was glass instead of sapphire, and it gets these little tiny scratches on there. Um, but it was still good enough where before you could buy the Apple Watch in the store, right before, uh, actually no, a couple weeks before, I decided to put it up on Craigslist for $500, which was $200 more than I bought it for. But, you know, demand and, and everything, maybe someone would buy it. So I put it up there and totally forgot about it, and I was just wearing the watch. And then the day that Apple started selling their watches in their store, a guy calls me up and he says, hey, do you still have that watch for sale? And I thought, oh, uh, yeah, I guess I do. I totally forgot about that. He said, uh, could I come over and pick it up? I said, yeah, it's 500 cash. He said, yeah, no problem. So he comes over, gives me 500 cash, um, takes the watch. I had the, you know the, the box, all the peripherals and stuff. It was in really decent condition. Um, and I took that $500 that same day, added $100 of my own money, and then went and bought the stainless steel <laughs> right, in the, wow. right in the store. Uh, and I can tell you from having both that if I'm going to buy an Apple Watch, every, a lot of people have said and continue to say, Well, you know, you want to buy the lower N1 because it's an entry level and there's going to be different versions coming out, and there, there's an argument for that. but. I got to tell you, this sapphire glass on here—I have banged this thing up so many times. It doesn't have any scratches, any dings, nothing. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the second gen because it is a little thick, uh, and there's a lot of great bands that you can buy on Amazon. Yeah. this this is uh, 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 this one kind of matches the one Apple sells. Mm-hmm. You really can't tell the difference. This was thirty bucks on Amazon. Thirty bucks instead of 150 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So. But um, that being said, I want to sell this one soon enough uh, because I I know I'm going to want the second gen watch because I would like it to be a little bit thinner. Still, that being said, I I love this thing for what it is. For me, it's just about the regular watch function, but also uh, the notifications are great. When you're in the Apple ecosystem, like you mentioned, having an ecosystem that you're part of, it's just, it really, really helps. But I can't remember the last time I hit the little button and went to an actual app and used an app. I just don't use them. So it's just notifications and a watch, and it looks cool and it's nice and all that stuff, but occasionally I take a call on there and everything. But I'm looking forward to it being more of a, an autonomous type of thing where it has a GPS in it, it doesn't depend on the phone for apps, it's a little bit thinner. So I think that's what the second or maybe third general will, will offer. But,
1: And I think the wish that everyone has for a portable device always is battery life. Yeah. Life but I got a tip for you. I
0: got a tip. You know how everybody complains about battery life with the Apple watch. Here's how you overcome that. Uh, it comes default with the heart monitor on. So every 10 minutes it measures your heart rate. So I didn't know that. So the first few days that I had my Apple watch, uh, I had at the end of every day, 15, 20%, which was okay. I turn that heart monitor off at the end of every day now, a long day. I put it on the first thing, use it all day, the end of the night, 50 60% every single night. Okay. You know, awesome. you just have yeah. to turn off the heart monitor, really. Everybody who buys one, I tell them that little tip, and they're like, oh, this is great. Um, other rumor that uh, I know you had mentioned before we got on was uh, um, the iPhone 6 without the 5-millimeter headphone jack.
1: Yeah, that's what everyone was talking about when that news came out. Um, there's actually a lot of, like, there's a lot of famous um, tech bloggers and whatnot mm-hmm. actually saying there's some merit to these rumors mm-hmm. because of patents that Apple is working on with other companies, and um, patents aren't uh, that they that they um, send in to get them, I don't know, licensed or, or, or looked over by the FCC or whatever. They're not always, I mean, like 1% of those patents get gets used right, on a regular right, basis right. in the next two, like couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it's still something they're thinking about, and it's not something that is far-fetched, right? They have always tried to create big new standards for the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Like we have, I have an example: the the floppy disks, right? They're like, get rid of floppy. It's just CDs now. Mm-hmm. And then they developed the USB standard together with Intel. Mm-hmm. They developed it with them. They didn't invent it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have to okay. be careful with the wording there. But they 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 succeeded and failed, right? I'd say Thunderbolt is a failed attempt at um trying to trying to deliver a ubiquitous ubiquitous new technology for professionals Mm -hmm. that need a fast storage Mm -hmm. right um but i think most of most of the professionals they are very content with uh they're satisfied with the speed uh, that usb3 can deliver right now Mm -hmm. and they're not going to jump they're not going to jump to uh thunderbolt anytime soon so i think that's another it's not bad like it's good technology but it wasn't widely adopted
0: yeah there's not enough peripherals for it and what there is is too expensive
1: there you go, yeah, right? And true. once it would have been adopted, it goes cheaper. We have uh, third-party manufacturers making cheap, um, well, not just pricingly cheap things. Not not bad, sure. right? Uh, and then we have a widespread new standard. And I don't. And USB C is going to be this. and I think Apple is going to jump on the US USB C train. Uh, with all they have
0: you mean instead of uh oh well on their macbooks but what about the iphone i mean that's probably going to stay lightning because lightning can do uh data you know backward and forward and power and everything um yeah but i
1: mean um having the lightning as their new just we have one port for everything right um is the five millimeter jack i mean it's the most ubiquitous thing i mean like from a plug-in wise it i think it matched it it actually rivals USB. Like obviously, USB two was huge. Three point oil yeah. is also backwards compatible, right? Mm-hmm. So that's USB is 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 great.
0: Well, uh, um, five
1: millimeter jack for for musicians like such as uh, uh, you and I. There's just certain connectors that you can't. I mean, that would be a big big drawback.
0: Well, it, it would. I guess it really. It really depends. I mean, first and foremost, they have to figure this out um, because, I mean, I, I assume because there's I think there's a patent out also where they're going to do, uh, I think, call them AirPods instead of EarPods. Uh-huh. So they're going to have it settled, just kind of connect here and it'll be a Bluetooth type of thing. And I'm fine with that, actually. I, and I hope they come out with the same exact design. Uh, because for me, these things fit perfectly so much so that I forget that I have them in sometimes I have a business. And so I, I have them in most of the time to take calls and everything. And I forget to have them in there the other day. Um, I bought, not the other day, a, few, a couple of weeks ago, I bought the, uh, these were, these were touted quite a bit by other technologists, the Jaybird, um, two Jay something, Bird. yeah, they're really, really nice, but these in-ear designs—they don't fit in my ears really well. And you know, I mean, it's it's a really nice system. It's all all in one, but they don't fit in my ears well at all, at all, at all. So you know, I I can't use them. So I thought, well, I hope they do come out with Bluetooth AirPods um, because I'm fine with the quality of these. I mean, like you mentioned, you know, we're both musicians, and I'm kind of an audiophile, but. Uh, you know i i don't think I think most people can't tell the difference and these these are fine for listening to music or podcasts, especially which I listen to a lot of so um yeah i mean if they if they come out with a version for that with bluetooth I think that'll that'll be fine what What do you think about the wireless charging have you yeah heard that's
1: that? that's another topic that I thought um is very groundbreaking it would be groundbreaking if they released it um so i've heard i I, I read on Bloomberg um that um, they might be able to get it to the consumer as early as 2017. Mm. So it's going to be this near-field magnetic resonance charging, right? It's, it, right.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm getting too old. I mean, they're not talking about charging over a Wi-Fi signal, right? I mean, this is talking about close it's
1: to your computer. Of, I've, I've heard, I've read um, papers, scientific papers on wireless energy wireless uh electricity as far back as 2005. wow then saying it's not uh if you throw enough money at it basically you can get it to work
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um safety is an issue (laughs) obviously right yeah but but this is a whole different type of um technology than just throwing electricity from one connector to the receiving end and just throwing it through the air and whatever is in between is going to get right the radon treatment. Yeah, um, right. And this
0: this, <laughs> this 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 isn't a thing where like you lay it on a a, a pad and it's and it's through magnetic connection. It's this is just like It's going to be up to Over a, a meter away.
1: It's going to be a meter away. That's, That's like crazy. What, what is it like a yard? I mean, let's just say it's a yard, right? There's some inches off there from, from, from the computer or a from meter.
0: a module plugged into the wall or what is it getting the power from what's the source is my question
1: there is i think there's going to be a pod there's some sort of i mean there has to be a a technology there has to be some hub that's nuts. emitting these electromagnetic uh uh, uh, frequencies or this field and um getting in depth most of it i didn't understand obviously it's going to but it's going to be electromagnetic it might be something like a ct
0: yeah if they right, if, like a ct scan if they have an iphone 7 i mean when they announce the iphone 7 if it has something like that where that battery stays charged uh, that's just going to be nuts because that way i mean even uh, i wonder how that would work I mean, maybe like even retail spots if you're sitting in a starbucks or whatever and they ha- they say you know hey come on and we have near field uh charging available and just sit there and your phone charges up while you have your coffee or something that's just i don't know boy we i think w- that
1: is the future i mean it it, it sounds crazy to us but that's if you ask people, <laughs> 20 years ago what we're doing right now
0: yeah everybody would be staring at uh little black rectangles <laughs> uh, i'm
1: way more naive right now when it comes to future products or future technologies. As you said, just sitting there, everything is going to be wireless. I think there's really no doubt.
0: It's an interesting time to be uh, an adult. It's an exciting time to be a kid. I mean, by the time my kids are are grown and and my age, I I can't even imagine what's going to be out there. Um, Speaking of Bluetooth, I just bought this the other day. (laughs) That is cool. Isn't that cool? (laughs) Have you seen one of these things? It's 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 based on the original uh, Nintendo controller, which used to be Square. This one's yeah. round, and it has uh, some extra buttons like a, a PlayStation controller. It also has the, uh, I don't know if you can see those, it has the little nubs mm-hmm. that you can do, and a, D, and a D-pad on there as well. Uh, when you turn it on, it uh, it lights up and everything. Oh, that's cool. So it, can, it tells you, it's actually trying to connect with my computer right now. Uh, I haven't messed around with it enough to really get it working, but you can, ha- this is a Bluetooth controller that you get working with your iPad, with your Mac, with your Android, with any computer, with anything. So anything that that accepts that kind of control, you can sit there and and play a little bit. So sweet. Like I said, I'm not a gamer, but um, uh, I'm, I'm a real wannabe. <laughs> so plus, it was Nintendo, so it was thirty bucks. And this is called the um, I forget what it's called, the Eight Bit, I think. The Eight Bit Do, it's called. Sounds pretty cool. Um, other announcements uh, coming up: New MacBook Pros. They're going to have the Skylake also. Mm-hmm. processor which from what i hear that's going to really put the battery life through the roof also it's probably, that's what i'm looking for yeah definitely that would be really nice to have because uh, right now i think the top of the line battery is the uh, latest macbook air which gets 13 14 hours of battery which is crazy so even that with a Skylake, i mean that's now we're really talking literally all day probably in the you know 16 17 hour which is which is nuts but that'll be great to have some really efficient MacBook Pros like that. Of course, I'm going to MacBook,
1: so what do I care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still rocking a um, a mid 2012 13-inch MacBook Pro, and I mean that's no one- slouch. It's a great machine. No. Yeah, no, but for 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 my uh, necessities, it's a little too much on one hand and too little on the other. Mm. Uh, we don't have to talk about the screen resolution 1280 by 800. Sure. that's like Stone Age what technology is concerned like MacBooks, that's not acceptable yeah. for my eyes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the i7 was just, I thought, yeah, great i7. It's the it's bad choice for my purposes because, as I said, the fan, um, it, it does rear up more because there's still just one fan and it has to cool an i7 instead of an i5. Mm. So the i5 was then... Mm 2.2 gigahertz i think yeah and this one is now like 2.8 so it has to keep it cool with one small fan which is the same size as the entry-level macbook pro
0: yeah you know i really man i when the when i was thinking about getting this macbook i was really 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 going back and forth about either getting a macbook pro 13 again because that's a really nice slim portable machine but i know that they're going to get a Skylake and just that form factor of the uh, um, the MacBook, it makes the MacBook Air look huge. It makes yeah, it look it's
1: gigantic. Per- it's perfect. I love it. That's why I was gonna. I was set on writing a book, mm. right? Yeah. What's Still your book about, am, by the way? Is it? If uh, I may, I, you don't have to. You don't have to reveal it here. No, too. no, 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 no. It's it's gonna be a self kind of um, reflecting science fiction story, oh, which cool. sounds weird, mm-hmm. um, with some twist and like plot things and a uh, fictional a, type of thing fictional type of thing oh awesome
0: you have to let us just, know when it comes out
1: just writing it is like as i as i move along the months i'm just writing and writing and trying to think of new stuff and i thought um since i'm going to be traveling a lot and i want to write a lot i, I want to make myself write more yeah. right yeah that would be the input for me is it's a small right it doesn't have a lot of things distracting me it has everything you need um the screen is perfect since that's the thing you're going to be looking at most and your eyes are very sensitive organs yeah and the screen is absolutely beautiful it
0: is it's an amazing factor is
1: perfect because it's big enough and it's small enough not to get like too big for your bags or whatever
0: have you played around with the keyboard
1: yeah i did uh i'm split on it i think i could get used to it very well, uh-huh. but going from the magnificent, perfect MacBook Pro keyboard, yep. it's some, it's, a, it's just something you're going to have to get to use, uh, used to. It's and a compromise.
0: I, I, my, my only wish with that, I mean, I love the new butterfly mechanism, so it goes straight down rather than wobbling, because when you type on that for a while and you go back to a MacBook Pro, the MacBook Pro actually feels a little bit wobbly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not distracting or anything, but... I wish they would have gotten just a little bit more throw, a little bit more depth, and that would have been perfect. Like just that, right. Yeah. They're because they're wider it, and bigger, but
1: it feels like a type cover.
0: It, Almost. Yeah. Almost-ish. Yeah. And it's like Ish. typing it feel if the feel of it is like typing on a an iPad but with a click. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's because yeah. it's just right there. I mean, as soon as you hit it, boom, you're down. But you can get really fast on there, because I spent a lot of I spent way too much time in an Apple store. So are you going to buy this? No, no, no. Just, just, just <laughs> testing it out. <laughs> but uh, and, and I did test one the other day. I opened um, a whole lot of apps at the same time, opened up Safari. Oh, one tip. If you end up getting a MacBook, what I have heard, um, it, if you use app, uh, uh, Apple apps and Safari on there, battery will last the advertised eight, nine hours. If you use Chrome on there, five, six hours tops. It kills the battery Chrome does. Wow. It kills it um, because it's really meant for things that are optimized for the MacBook or the Intel Core M processor, which um, uh, Chrome is not. So, yeah, it kills your battery. So there are some people, it's interesting because you go online – and on YouTube, and you see different people reviewing the MacBook. And some will say, oh, the battery life is great. Some will say, oh, it's really not that great. It's not that powerful. And as they're doing their review, I always look at the, the apps that they have along the dock. And inevitably, the ones that have bad battery, Chrome, is front and center. <laughs> and that's what they're using, and that's why. So you really got to know what you're looking for. But yeah, um, so you got to use Safari on there.
1: And it's a fanless design. Fanless? Dude, <laughs> Dude. what is that? Totally silent. Did Metal. You talk inclin- about I mean... It- it's. I mean, iPad is fanless. Still blows my mind, right? Because you can have some uh, very, very uh, demanding games on it. Right? There's some very visually impressive games, mm-hmm. and without a fan, it gets warm. But I mean, you always needed a fan for a computer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I, and, I had fans this size. Yeah. On on my gaming <laughs> rig, right? And like all my laptops, like from from 2005, is just like big fans loud fans and then uh macbook pro fans right
0: yeah
1: from if you have the i5 or um the one before what was that the intel dual core
0: core two core two
1: dual yeah
0: um
1: they were they didn't i mean if you had safari you were doing some flash things it used to pop on once and in the library like in college, I'm always like, okay, like this is quiet. I can work like this, yeah, and not annoy people with my loud fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think, I think that's one of the other things that Skylake processors, because it's going to be more efficient, they can at least either shrink the fans or eventually get rid of the fans. But can you imagine a MacBook Pro as thin as a MacBook? I mean, that's just going to be nuts because that's that's what they're going for. Even Steve Jobs said on 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 stage, he said not with a MacBook, but with the MacBook Air. He said, this is the future of computing. Take that further. The MacBook is going to be the future of computing. And they even said that on stage when they introduced the MacBook. And I thought, wow, it's going to be crazy to see things that robust, that strong, that well put together, and that thin is just nuts. And so as Intel increases their processors, and I heard that maybe uh, Apple's going to start making their own chips. I mean, I know they do for the iOS, but yeah. putting them inside of a MacBook, I mean... That's gonna, really, that's going to be a game changer if they can do that because everything will be optimized for it, you know? But um, lastly, because uh, we're getting a little long on time, I want to keep this around an hour. Uh, uh, I want to get your thoughts on a follow-up with the iPad Pro.
1: Yeah.
0: What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I think it's a logical progression mm-hmm. from what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they are going to try to cater to a professional market, such mm-hmm. as designing artists, painters.
0: Do you think they did a good job so far with the iPad Pro, with what, they, what it is right now? Do you think it deserves the Pro moniker? I, ha- I have an opinion, but I'm just curious of your opinion.
1: <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, does a bigger iPad make it Pro? Because that's all it is. Pretty much, there's, there's no other technology other than a big glass screen, which is nice. You have uh, the, uh, it's not called Force Touch. Yeah, uh, the, um, it's still called Force Touch in the MacBooks though.
0: There's a 3D Touch, but that's not, in, that, that's not in there either. That don't, that doesn't have 3D Touch.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, wh- they have to save something for for Generation Two and Generation Three to add in.
0: Yeah, but I think the. Pro- See, the, the philosophy that Apple has adopted of having their iOS um, devices having iOS and their Mac devices having uh, OS X um, holds perfectly until you get to the Pro point. And the problem is is that when you compare the iPad Pro to something like the Surface in just about every way I can say, well, I'd choose the iPad Pro. i choose the iPad Pro because of the ecosystem, because of this, because of that, because of performance, and so on and so forth. But the thing that the Surface has that trumps the iPad Pro is it has, like it or not, a full Windows desktop operating system on there. If there was a way to have the iPad Pro exactly what it is today, even with the, the type cover, which I don't really like because it's too finagly and whatever but if they if you had if you could just swipe and all of a sudden you had os 10 on that ipad pro that's an ipad pro that right there and i know they don't want to do it philosophy wise but that right there would be a game changer now all of a sudden everybody would be able to get their same work done on like a macbook as they could on ios and that is an ipad pro right now to me it's a big ipad with a pen and better speakers i mean how's that pro
1: I think it, it seen as time progresses from 2010 when the iPad came out, people mm-hmm. were saying the iPad was just a big iPhone. Mm-hmm. They weren't wrong. Right. It was not a bit, It's it did, not bad, but... And it's not a bad thing. Right. And it did introduce a whole lot of new ideas and concepts. People were going to use it in businesses and whatever, all over the world, in schools, Um, just because of the big screen, because the iPhone had so much to offer. Mm. From a media point of view, you could share, you could just pass around a device and interact with it in a very, well, not professional, but in a very profound way. You could change the shape, show people something, graphs and Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. And that's what the iPad gave those people who needed to use it. I think the iPad Pro is going to further advance into the next category whatever is going to be the new ipad um replacement i don't know what they're going to do with it but that it's exactly the same it's going to be a big ipad what does that mean for people using it how is our like our culture of consume how's it going to change with a big bigger screen they might be put it like i think it's going to be even though it's a mobile device, I think we will see a lot of these iPad Pros being cemented in somewhere where you can just interact with it, like the uh, window, uh, Microsoft had that the tables, the big tables. Yeah, yeah. They
0: yeah. The, they were actually called the Surface tables. They were called surface right exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: I think they're going to be used a lot for that, mm-hmm. and maybe some rich people are going to buy them. Uh, just because bigger is better. I know. I, I mean,
0: I have my iPad Air 2, and I, I think a lot of people are hoping that they allow the um, the iPad Air 3 when it comes out is to have uh, four speakers like the iPad Pro, right. uh, the ability to do pen input on there, or pen. Sorry, pencil input. I might yeah. pencil. Um, pencil input on there, and so. But if they do that, that's going to even further cannibalize any sales for the iPad Pro. It was very strange for me. I mean, I'm an Apple guy, uh, but I'm also someone who, if I have technology, I want to be using it. And if I'm not, I'm going to sell it, Um, even if it's a consumption device. And I looked at the iPad Pro, and I had no desire other than curiosity to have it Um, because it just does nothing for me. Now, yeah, again, I'm a photographer, and I could hand that over to somebody and say, well, yeah, here's my work and everything and that's great but an ipad air 2 is almost the perfect ipad uh, for that type of thing but even so it's a consumption device i don't do any creative work on it other than putting my photographs on there and then otherwise it's video i have netflix or whatever running while i'm doing work on my imac or my my, my uh, macbook pro um it's just it's just i don't know
1: i don't know if wa- go ahead we've we've talked about ios and how great it is Mm -hmm. but i think it's not fluid enough to have it be a uh, rival to the surface tablets from windows because they have been selling very well Mm -hmm. um getting customer care is also up there in the 90s so it's a very good device it's a very good device for people who need it because of the very nice type um, cover they
0: have. The hardware is beautiful. I have a, a friend yeah. that, I, that, that I just saw. He has a, a, a Surface 4. Boy, has that product matured. It is really, really nice. The first one, you know, and eh, the second one was okay. The third one got close. The fourth one, I mean, it nails it. That type cover is really nice. The magnesium... Uh, uh metal on there is fantastic. The kickstand is really great. I wish I wish iPad Pro would have done I mean, you know, they don't want to have a kickstand because Steve Jobs would roll over in his grave. But you know, if it had something like that, that would be great. But it's just I don't know. And that type cover that the iPad Pro has just really, really misses the mark. I haven't seen anybody who hasn't complained about that a little bit. At least And it might
1: be I mean, um when we talked the last time, Apple was front runner, pioneer in lots of areas. Now the um other, the others have just caught up a bit,
0: which is great for us, it which makes,
1: is super. Yep. But this is a transitional phase right now where Apple, I think, they're trying to build things fast, mm-hmm. such as get some buyers to get the iPad Pro with the keyboard, with the pencil, instead of um, other products.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're going to, they're still in development, obviously. And then they're going to figure out how they're going to place a, Netbook replacement surface tablet slash mini computer into mm-hmm. their repertoire of devices. Yeah. So, um, they're trying to figure out their official lineup mm-hmm. as we speak. And I think the iPad Pro with the keyboard device was just them trying to throw it out there.
0: Yeah. It's like, it, say, it, me too, kind of.
1: It's kind of like the, um, you probably saw the uh, the iPhone battery case that Apple made with that bump. Oh. It's also on the, what, what was that,
0: right? Hideous is what it was.
1: <laughs> I don't know which, which board of directors let that thing pass through, but I think it's one of those things where Apple just threw it on. They're like, yeah, our brand is still intact, Yeah, yeah. right? People and still love the shiny Apple. We're going to throw it out. Some yeah, people will yeah. buy it. We'll get some money. There's going to be some backlash on the internet. Or maybe they were just naive and thought it's going to be great. And it's know.
0: actually that, that little case. I almost bought one. But, it, I mean, the, the price point is a little off when you compare it to a Mophie. Um, uh, it does have some nice features. We can see the how much battery life is left in there on your iPhone screen, which is great. But the indicator light is on the inside. Uh, it's got that silicone material, which is okay. Um, but I, I don't know. And, and, and it doesn't do 100% charge from zero. It only does 80 whereas Mophie will do like one and a half times that, that charge for 80 bucks. Yeah. And it's yeah. just it's just not worth it. But
1: there there's too much on the market already since 2008 this is, is a long the first
0: time coming and they did yeah. not hit a home run at all.
1: Uh, I don't understand them doing this because there's no there's no shortage of companies doing really great work. Yeah. With these things.
0: Um Next time we talk, I want to get into, because I don't, we're running short on time, but next yeah, sure. time we talk, I want to get into uh, iOS and design also, since Johnny Ives took over on, uh, on iOS. I have a lot to say about a lot, lot to like, but a lot to complain about also. And also, uh, have you ever listened to uh, John Gruber's um, podcast, uh, The Talk Show?
1: I've listened to John Gruber on other Apple okay. and tech podcasts. He has, uh,
0: he has a website called Daring Fireball. Right, And that has a talk show called The Talk Show, uh, and you can subscribe to that. The reason I'm bringing it up is because um, John Gruber, he's one of the most well-versed, in-the-know guys about Apple and their products, among other technology. And the most recent one he did, the podcast, he, the, the latest one he just put out, uh, is an interview with It's him talking for an hour to Eddie Q., and to Craig wow. and to Craig Federighi, what? and he asks them some tough questions about design, about iTunes, about Apple Music, and they they're not they're not as um, apologetic as you'd think they would be. I don't mean apologetic. I mean they're not as they're not justifying. They're not saying, "Well, we're Apple. This and yeah, this is our." For-. They actually know. They, they they own up to the problems that they have, and they answer some hard questions. They let people know what they're trying to do what they're lacking on, what they're trying to do better on, and how they see things. It's a really, really great hour-long interview. I highly recommend everybody listen to
1: it. I'm going to get on that right now. Yeah, it's really, really good.
0: Um, Yeah, John John has some good uh, access to Apple people. The last one he did like that was a sit-down with uh, uh, Phil Schiller, which was also a good one. You can actually go back, and and, uh, um, I think about it almost a year ago, he did a conversation with him, but... Anyway, hey, man, this is a good first start for Tech Out Loud. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be, you can find uh, Tech Out Loud uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, on uh, YouTube. We have a channel up there. We're going to try to put everything up. You can go to our uh, website, techoutloud.com. And uh, we're going to be doing this, uh, hopefully, as a weekly podcast, video podcast also. Um, So we're going to do audio and video each week, uh, hopefully Friday or Saturday each week. Um, as the wedding season kicks up and I start shooting weddings on Saturday, I'm not going to be available too many Saturdays, but, um, but we're still going to try to shoot for Saturdays and Fridays when we can't, uh, do a Saturday. So, uh, thanks so much, Roman. It's been a blast. Oh, and one more thing. I want to try to get, uh, Zen on future podcasts. No. Yeah. I reached out to, he, he's every, like every three months he'll put a video out on uh, YouTube and I'm like, oh my gosh! And he's he's doing unboxings with his giant cleaver. I don't know if you've ever seen him do oh, that. Yeah, this, this is great. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, who may be listening or seeing this, uh, Zen is uh, the person we did the podcast with before. Um, what is his name? I always call him Zen. I can't yeah. remember his name. Um, ugh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to him and let him know that. Like, if you just not to do a. a I know he's busy, but if he wants to do like a a guest podcast type of thing, that would be great. You know what I mean? So I'll I'll invite him out there to do a a little reunion for us. Maybe maybe the next time. We'll see. All right. Well, take care. It was good uh, seeing you again, and uh, we'll do this again next week. See you soon, buddy. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.